1: Drivers in Alexandria, heads up. Part of Duke Street is closing again. I'm Shana Stulen.
0: In D.C., more people can now get the monkeypox vaccine. I'm Luke Luker.
1: How the expansion of Medicaid in Virginia is affecting financial security. I'm Sandy Kozell.
0: Good evening. It is about midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Fody in Washington, and the fallout from the release of the FBI search warrant for the Trump residence in Florida.
1: CBS News has confirmed that one of former President Trump's lawyers affirmed in writing in June that all classified documents had been removed from Mar-a-Lago, yet the search warrant reveals FBI agents removed 11 sets of highly classified documents, and also revealed the FBI is investigating the former president for potentially violating the Espionage Act, mishandling classified documents, and obstruction of
0: justice. Correspondent Deborah Alfaron in Washington. Author Solomon Rushdie, who was seriously stabbed multiple times Friday in western New York, is now reported by associates in France to be off a ventilator and talking with more on the assault and the alleged attacker. Correspondent Michael George. State police and the FBI are trying to find out how much planning went into the
1: attack. Batar lives in Fairview, New Jersey, where neighbors were stunned to learn what happened. Terrible, terrible. I'm really, it's frightening. Very frightening. It was
0: an act of violence.
1: A vigil was held in Chautauqua, where the attack took place.
0: A violation of the one thing that we have always cherished most, the safety and the tranquility of our grounds. There's a developing story in Columbia County, Pennsylvania, southwest of Wilkes-Barre, more tragedy in the aftermath of a catastrophe. A fundraiser for the families of 10 people killed in a house fire is now a mass casualty scene itself. Somebody drove a car through a crowd gathered outside a bar in Berwick, Pennsylvania, not far from where the fire occurred a week ago. Reporter Madonna Manteon. We know at least 13 people were taken to the hospital for treatment. Among a sea of people in commotion, there is a heavy lo- enforcement presence, including state police forensics and reconstruction units, and a heavy first responder presence, too. The
1: coroner was also called to the scene.
0: Overseas.
1: Ukrainian officials say Russian forces shelled a residential area in eastern Ukraine overnight. The mayor of Kramostark said at least three people were killed and more than a dozen wounded in the attack. And in the south, a Ukrainian strike damaged the last standing bridge over the Dnipro River, which Russia used to carry
0: supplies into the region. Correspondent Adriana Diaz, while many things are costing more these days, air travel is going the other way.
1: Falling fares down nearly 8% in July. I feel like it went up, but now it's going back to like normal prices. I know how high they can be, so um, when I find a reasonable flight, I jump on it immediately. Some big savings on flights to San
0: Diego, now $230 cheaper. Correspondent Chris Van Cleve, this is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's
1: 1203 Sunday, August 14th, 2022. The high today, 80 degrees. Good morning, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Election 2022, WTOP. An update to tell you about in the Montgomery County Executive Certified election results don't mean this race for a county executive is in the books just yet. Maryland's primary election was nearly a month ago. The results were supposed to be certified on Friday, but that was pushed to the weekend after more than 100 sealed and uncounted provisional ballots were discovered earlier this week. The Montgomery County Board of Elections certified the results Saturday afternoon. Now, challenger David Blair trails by 35 votes to the incumbent, Mark Elrich. Blair has said he intends to request a recount. He has 72 hours to do so. Requesting a recount was not allowed until after the the results got certified. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. A car ran into an Irish pub in Arlington's courthouse neighborhood on Friday night causing a fire. Now we're learning a little bit more about what happened. It was around 6 45 on Friday night when Arlington County police got a call for a car running into Ireland's four courts on Wilson Boulevard. Behind the wheel was a rideshare driver. Police say the driver and a passenger were traveling up North Courthouse Road when the car crashed into the pub. They're still trying to piece together why it happened. 15 people were injured, two remain in critical condition and one has serious injuries. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Arlington now spoke with David Cahill, longtime manager of the restaurant. He says three, four courthouse employees were injured. They've since been released from the hospital. An Oakton woman has been identified as the victim of a motorcycle crash on Saturday in Triangle. Prince William County police say that 56-year-old Brooke Shambeck was traveling with a group of other riders just after 1.30 p.m. Saturday afternoon when she crossed the yellow line, went off the road and hit a tree. Shambeck was taken to an area hospital and later died as a result of her injuries. It got drivers riled up earlier this week, and now a section of Duke Street in Alexandria is going to be closed off again starting 11 p.m. Sunday night. That impacts traffic going westbound, and the closure of Duke Street at I-395 will last until Wednesday night, weather permitting. The Virginia Department of Transportation says it's for pavement repairs as part of the project to rehabilitate the Duke Street Bridge over I-395. The bridge was built back in 1965. The improvements are to help extend the life of the bridge and make it safer for drivers, bicyclists, and people walking there. The project is expected to wrap up in winter 2023-2024. Now, if you are driving that way, you can expect delays and are being asked to find alternate routes. Eastbound Duke Street was closed for several days starting last Sunday. Shana Stuhlen, WTOP News. D.C. is taking steps to deal with the growing monkeypox problem. The district has the most cases per capita in the U.S.
0: According to CDC data, the district has more than 320 cases cases of monkeypox, and so the city's health department is now extending the eligibility for more people to get vaccinated. Anyone who has had multiple sexual partners in the past two weeks are eligible to get the shot. This includes anyone who works or goes to college in the city, not just residents. Meanwhile, the health department says gay or bisexual men and transgender men and women are at highest risk for monkeypox, According to data released by the health department, as of Wednesday, almost 99% of cases in the city were men, and only one female had contracted monkeypox. Luke Luger, WTOP News.
1: Coming up after traffic and weather, how Virginians are benefiting from the Medicaid expansion. It's 207. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. But at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have a chance to dream. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. I can become a nurse and help other people feel better, too. I can dream of riding into a brighter future. Since 1927, St. Joe's has provided a path to a brighter future through education for Native American children. Learn more at stjo.org today. I knew I had a problem. I tried counting calories, eating and eating. Nope. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, Think twice before sending money through an app or online.